Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. SoCal's Country Station, 95.1 KFROG. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. On any given day, there are nearly 4,000 children, teens, and sibling sets in need of safe and loving homes in Riverside County. Faith in Motion is a program within Riverside County's Department of Public Social Services and over 150 faith community partners to support foster families and children and youth in foster care. This Saturday, June 10th at Indio Assembly of God, Faith in Motion is hosting a free event to learn more about foster care and adoption. You'll hear from other foster families, learn about the process, and get answers to all your questions. Here to tell us more is Irene Capen, manager of Faith in Motion, and Jean Kennedy, public information specialist with Riverside County. Thank you for joining me. Thank Hi. you so much. Thanks for having us. Irene, start by explaining what is Faith in Motion. Faith in Motion is a program that was created by the Department of Public Social Services that links faith communities to the foster care system. And what does Faith in Motion do throughout the year? Well, throughout the year, we are constantly engaging churches to support the needs for our foster kids. But we have four events that are actually on the schedule. And I'll go chronologically. In February, we have what's called the Give Love Drive. And what we do is we contact our social workers and say, what is the greatest need that you are finding right now that you're experiencing? And we narrow it down to three items. This year, we collected pillows, bedding, and duffel bags. And the duffel bags were especially important because when children are removed from their homes, it's usually at a moment's notice. And so they have to just grab their stuff and go. And unfortunately, they just find any bag that's available. When a social worker is called in, they can stop at their office and pick up one of the duffel bags just in case removal is needed to be done. So in February, that's our Give Love Drive. And then our next event coming up right now is in June, and that is our graduation event for our foster youth. And this is the most special time. It's a huge milestone for any teenager. And some Sometimes these kids aren't celebrated and the moment passes. So this year we have it at La Sierra University. It's on June 22nd and we are celebrating about 110 foster youth that are graduating this year. Our faith communities are providing gift baskets and they're themed gift baskets. They're like new apartment or a beach day or something, just something fun and something that they can take with them and, and remember that what they've done and what they've accomplished. So it's a lot of fun. Our third event of the year is Adoption Day. So in November, it's National Adoption Month. And the first Saturday of 
each November, we dedicate to adoptions. And so court judges and staff will dedicate their morning and we just process all these adoptions. And faith partners come in and give, again, gift baskets and celebrate these forever families. And it's the best time of the year. I mean, just to watch these kids and families just come together. It's so much fun. And then the last event that we have on our schedule is our holiday event. And that is in December. It's usually the third week. And we don't provide gift baskets, but what we do is faith communities will host a booth, like an activity booth, cookie decorating, hats, and a hot chocolate booth, and just fun things that we all, like kids kids at heart, like to celebrate. And sometimes foster youth don't get to celebrate that. And this event is for the non-minor dependents. And these are foster youth between the ages of 18 and 21. So we want to make sure that they get to celebrate the holidays also. And so that's what we do on the schedule. But throughout the year, we are constantly, if there's a need out there, we reach out to our faith communities to see if there's a specific need. And then we also, faith communities have started to host foster adoption events. These events is what's coming up in June 10th with Indio Assembly of God. And it's just an informational morning to help. And we want to help families through the process and explain everything and let them know that they're not alone in this process because it could be pretty daunting. Right now, there are nearly 4,000 children in foster care in Riverside County. Why are these kids in foster care? Oh, there's so many reasons, but the main reason, it's unsafe. Their home is unsafe. Something has happened. It's usually abuse. And, and you know, most of the time it's neglect and not physical abuse, but it's not safe for the child to remain in this home. And so when an incident or if, if somebody notices something's not right, usually it's teachers, the mandatory reporters, they see something, they call it in and DPSS will go out and interview the family. And if they find that it's not safe, then they'll remove the child immediately. I know that Every effort is made to keep the family together, and they will provide services even before the child has to be removed, but usually it's just not safe situation. I think that's a fair assessment. Often what, what we have are, are teachers or medical professionals, hospital staff who have knowledge they suspect abuse or neglect, report it because they are mandated reporters, and then uh, Children's Services has to evaluate that, our social workers make contact with the family and evaluate, is this a situation where the child needs to be removed? Ultimately, we want to keep families together first and foremost, but the priority is that that child is safe in the home. And so if they determine the child is not safe, then they have to take a different course of action, which can mean removing the child. And where does Faith in Motion come into that picture? We are all about family and making sure that everyone is safe and provided for. Faith in Motion comes in by guiding families through the foster care process. We are additional support. They will go to a foster family agency, but we will also be there to help them. Once they become foster families, we have faith communities that surround them and provide welcome baskets when they do get placements. Faith communities can also be part of the preventative part. If a child needs 
a bed or or something before they are removed from a home, then we would reach out and to the faith communities and see if they'd be able to provide that and provide some support. One example that I have, and it was really good, is that we had a family that needed a car seat. And we had a church come in and say, yeah, we can provide a car seat. And they actually delivered it to the family. And as they were delivering the car seat, the pastor was noticing that there was something else wrong. And so she kind of said, you know, what, is there anything else wrong? And they just had found out that the grandmother who lived with them had been diagnosed with breast cancer. Well, this pastor just survived breast cancer. So Mm -hmm. they were able to provide support and even beyond that, just continued surrounding these families, embracing them. So that's how Faith in Motion is in whatever we can do. The heart of the church is to help people in need and to know that they are loved. Faith in Motion has been hosting events to recruit more foster families, including one event this Saturday, June 10th at Indio Assembly of God, going to take place from 10 to noon. Tell us about the needs in the desert and how is that different compared to Western Riverside County? Well, we know the needs in the Coachella Valley are significant. I don't have specific data on whether that is more so than Western Riverside County. The reality is that the need for more foster parents is significant countywide. But we do know that there is definitely a need in the Coachella Valley to recruit more foster parents. And so I think what's exciting about this event coming up June 10 at Indio Assembly of God is that this is actually the first time that Faith in Motion is coming out to the desert. They're working more and more with churches who are in the desert. But this is the first in-person recruitment event where you're really meeting these parents prospective foster parents with their questions on their own terms, connecting them with foster families. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Irene? Yeah. So this event is, I think it's really great because we have everyone, the whole team is there. So we will have someone from DPSS to talk about the removal process, what happens, what is needed. And then we have foster parents that we'll have a panel that goes up there and tells everyone their experiences, what they went through and what to expect. And then last, I'll come up and tell you about the process in Riverside County so that nothing's a surprise. And then at the end of all that, we open it up for questions and we're all there to answer any questions that anyone may have. And so you're getting it from all sides, people that have already are doing it, people who are in this DPSS and then us that's helping you through it. So it's really helpful. I think it will give people more confidence. I know that just the thought of fostering is I think it's in all our hearts, but it is something that's scary and you don't want to do it alone. And that's what's the great thing about Faith in Motion is you're not alone. What else can the public expect from this event? They should expect walking away, hopefully encouraged and committed to opening up their homes. We will have our nonprofit partners at this event also. For those who are not ready to foster but still want to help, we have Voices for Children who are our advocates in the court systems. Care Portal will be there and also For the Children, which is like a mentoring program. So we'll have other opportunities for people to help the foster care system. I'm speaking with Irene Capen, manager of Faith in Motion, and Jean Kennedy, public information specialist with Riverside County. Why should someone consider fostering? And what are the qualities that 
are ideal in a foster parent. Every child deserves love. Every child deserves a safe place to call home. Every child deserves the ability to be a child, to experience their childhood and have that support. They're in a time in their lives where they rely on adults. You know, that's part of the whole experience of being a child. And in my line of work uh, in communications and in working with Irene, you know, we meet children in the foster care system who are at various different ages. Some may be in the in the foster care system for a short period of time, others for maybe a long period of time. I was just recently at a graduation where a youth who, and he was just beaming, he was walking the stage, graduated, celebrated that moment, and it just absolutely hit me in my chest. You know, he was, he's 19 years old, and he's graduating high school. He's been in the foster care system for many, many years. Some of these children have been in foster care for a long time, and there's all sorts of different needs. They've suffered through trauma, and there are children who have significant needs. There could be behavioral health needs mm-hmm. that are taking place. So I think the bottom line is is to create awareness for the public out there to know that we do have a number of children who are in foster care. They're just like all kids. They need love and support and a safe place to call home. And I think this event coming up on June 10 and all of these events that happen in person with Faith in Motion is the chance to lift the veil, the chance to answer questions, to hear from other foster parents, and also to meet people who work in children's services, because I think sometimes there could be a barrier in, oh my goodness, that's the government, right? Mm -hmm. But this is the chance to actually have a connection with people who are in that field of work, get your questions answered, and leave taking away, as Irene was talking about, with more confidence than you have before that you can do this. So if you have a heart for this, consider opening your heart and your home, because there are a number of children who are in need And they deserve what any other child has. Mm -hmm. And as for qualities, I would say, number one, patience. The obvious one, love and openness. These kids I've experienced is they have, have had it tough and then they feel like they have to be tough. But during these events, the greatest things I've witnessed is them letting go and being who they are, really, because they didn't have to worry about anything. These events are created so that they can let go of everything else and just be celebrated and be who they are. And it's fun to watch them. It's fun to watch a 16-year-old that comes in all tough, and by the end of the event, he is making his whipped cream on his hot chocolate so high and the smile on his face. And it's like, that's what he's been missing this whole time. I think something to add to what Irene is talking about, and I think you'd be in a much better position because you have fostered children is, but I hear this from other foster parents, that that a quality that's significant is the ability to be willing to ask for help to be willing to humble yourself to do that because it's not easy to ask for help, but we truly are a village and it takes that support system, the people around you to help you with this because there isn't any clear roadmap. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there are questions along the way. And I think that's where faith in motion really is a resource for that. Can you maybe add a little bit to that? Yes. Everyone that with faith in motion have all fostered. So we know the process we've walked the walk and we're here and, 
our connection, our direct connection to DPSS is a great resource. So if there's ever questions or something doesn't feel right, they give us a call and we work it through. And that just speaks volumes to our partnership. Beyond that is even the faith communities, you know, it may not be a process question. Maybe it's just support. And so then I call a local church and say, you know, this family needs this or needs something and they are able to provide it and be there. Community, like that's who we are. We need community and it does take a village to raise a child. One of your inspirations for this work is, like you've said, you're a mother, you have three biological children, you've fostered 11 children, and you've adopted a sibling set. How did you first hear about fostering and what made you decide to become a foster parent? I was actually at my church's women's retreat And I was having breakfast with a new friend, and she was worried about her new foster son because he was three years old, and he had spent the first three years of his life mainly locked in a room. And so he was afraid of closed doors. And my friend was like, I'm hoping no one closes a door while I'm gone. And that broke my heart. And I said, what? And that night I went to my room and I called my husband up and I said, you know what, let's let's pray about fostering. And my husband said, no. And I said, no. And he's like, why are we praying for something that God wants us to do? Mm. He has told us to take care of orphans and children. And so on Monday morning, we called several agencies and found one and never looked back. And like you said, we've had 11 children go through our home. The ages range from eight months old to 17-year-old with her own three-year-old. So Mm. in my experience, I know one of the things that people are scared of is who they're going to welcome into their homes. But I have found that regardless of who you welcome in your home, when they feel your love, they will return it. And we are still, my daughter and I are still struggling through everything that she has experienced, but she's not alone. I won't leave her. And she knows that now. And she's got a better future than what she may have had, had she stayed where she was. So yeah, I just, that's what made me foster. And then that's what made me do this. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm. with faith and motion, I think it's great. I would continually help if I can, regardless if I was a foster mom or not. You've seen firsthand how fostering changes lives, both for children and their caregivers. Can you give us some examples of that? Uh, Yeah. Personally, my son came to us when he was eight years old, and he did not know a thing. He didn't know basic things. He didn't know days of the week. And at eight years old, I was quite surprised that he didn't know a lot of things. The social worker and I kind of dug in and they found that he only went to school maybe a total of six months from kindergarten to second grade. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have a lot of school. And he was left alone a lot in talking to him. He, you know, I I don't usually ask his past, but he did mention one time that his family was always sleeping. And so he was always alone. And I said, okay. And I, we changed that. You know, he started going to school, moving forward, was to be able to become a kid. And this kid is now 17 years old. And he is a star athlete. He is on a roll. And he is on the track to be a fireman. And so I see it in my own home. Like this kid was scared and quiet and just surviving every single day. 
And now he is out there and he's going to conquer the world. He actually just got his driver's license on Wednesday. And I'm so proud of him because he just looks at me with this beam like, Mom, I can go on my own. And and it's just so great. And so that's one example. But there are many examples. I We help through a lot of families. And I, gosh, I could fill days of giving you examples. But one that kind of pops in my head, too, is we had a foster daughter come in. And when I gave her breakfast, she'd eat and she goes, are we having lunch? And I said, yes. And then after lunch, she says, are we having dinner? And she did that the whole time she stayed with us because she never knew when her next meal is. And I mm-hmm. thought, there are so many kids out there that doesn't know when their next meal is. And so she had to like make sure that she planned for it. And no child should have to worry about that kind of stuff. We just had a story like this with our uh foster parents are caregivers of the year who were recognized during May, which is National Foster Month. And we heard this story. It's a couple and they had, they're fostering five children, all siblings, no formal education, kids who didn't know their alphabet, and also expressed a similar story about food and said, you know, to the effect of, well, what happens when food runs out? And these resource parents, these foster parents, they had to talk with these children about that. It's okay. We'll go out. We'll get more food and reassure them and help them through their education process. And so these parents are telling us these stories about transformation. And that's what Irene is talking about, the examples that she's provided as well. They see these kids transform. They go from scared, afraid, insecure to thriving. The stories we've heard are kids who weren't caught up, who had no formal education, are now either caught up or are close to being caught up with their grades. And so those are the rewards that our caregivers are experiencing. You know, often we talk about or we hear about, you know, the rewards that the children receive. But this truly is a reward for the caregivers as well. Their lives are changed for the better, too. I'm speaking with Irene Capen, manager of Faith in Motion, and Jean Kennedy, public information specialist with Riverside County. Who is allowed to foster a child? Can you share some of the basic requirements? It would be any adult who can provide proof of self-sufficiency that has a job. You would have to have a car, uh, a vehicle, and just there's a lot to go into it. There are a lot of uh, misconceptions, and those are you have to be married, you have to be rich, you have to own a home, and those are not true. You can be in an apartment. You have to be able to provide a room for this child, and love and support. And so everyone is different. So they would have to just give us a call and we'd help them through to see who is qualified to do that. If a family's interested in fostering, what are the next steps that they should take? They should give me a call or visit our website. It's faithinmotionrivco.org. In there, they'll show what is the next steps. But we have a weekly online meeting at 6.30 on Tuesday nights, and it's on Zoom, and that kind of gives you a small taste of what the process looks like and answer those initial questions. If someone's not quite ready to be a foster parent right now, but they do want to do something to help advocate for foster children and youth in need, 
how can they get involved? Well, at our event, we have faith partners. We have nonprofits that also help with these kids. The CASA program, which is the court-appointed advocates. They're called Voices for Children. Mm -hmm. And then we also have For the Children partnerships. So there are other opportunities. And you can also just volunteer with us for one of our events and help out there. Faith communities that partner with Faith in Motion also donate gift baskets to foster youth graduating high school, like you mentioned. This is a way to support them as they head to college or take other steps toward adulthood. If a faith community wanted to get involved with this activity or others, how can they do that? Again, just have them call me or visit the website. There is actually two buttons, one to become a foster parent and one to be a faith partner. So you just choose your own adventure. Tell us again how we can get more information about the event happening this Saturday, June 10th in Indio. They can get more information on our website. All our events will be on there and other information. Faithinmotionrivco.org, correct? Yes. I've been speaking with Irene Cabin, manager of Faith in Motion, and Jean Kennedy, public information specialist with Riverside County. Anything else you think we should know? I want to make sure this is clear for people who are listening that if they're not ready to foster, there are a lot of ways that you can really provide support. You can help support these parents with cooking. I mean, I'm sure there's a myriad of activities, Irene, mm-hmm. that people can get involved with. Hopefully, People who are listening to this will be inspired to take that leap because there are so many children in need and they need the support and they need the love and they need a safe and loving home. But I definitely feel that for people who may not be ready to take that step, I hope if they hear this, that they don't feel discouraged that they can't do anything. There are things that they can do to support faith communities and support this wide outreach. You can join Faith in Motion, DPSS, and others this Saturday, June 10th from 10 to noon at Indio Assembly of God. You'll hear from foster families, learn about the fostering process, get answers to your questions, and help a child in need. It's a free event, lunch is provided, and for more information or to RSVP for the event, you can check out faithinmotionrivco.org or contact Irene at 951-228-5553. You can also use the same contact information for Irene or Faith in Motion if you're interested in fostering a child in Riverside County. Irene, Jean, thank you for joining me today and thank you for making a difference in our community. Thank you, Pepper. Thank you, Pepper. It's been a pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.